G'day, g'day, as Gowers would say, do I sound like Gowers, is Peter Kafkas. And I am Peter Gowers, and we are two peas in a pod. What's happening, Pete? Oh. Pete, Pete, Pete. What isn't happening right now? <laughs> We've got a lot to talk about. We sure do, as we do on each episode, but this week seems like a bit of a pressure cooker's building. Oh, the pressure cooker. Unscripted, straight off the cusp, we make ourselves a, one or two little notes, and we just roll with it. And we make it as raw as hell. Now, before we get started, here's a message. Today's Two Peas in a Podcast is brought to you by Ward Keller. Ward Keller is the Northern Territory's leading law firm, providing legal advice to businesses and individuals. With offices located in Darwin, Alice Springs, Palmerston and Casuarina, their lawyers also service clients in Catherine, Tennant Creek and Nullumboy. Their services include personal law, family law, personal injury law, workers' compensation, employment law, conveyancing and debt collection, among other things. And remember, if you're in the shit, get on to it. Pete, let's get into some Darwin talk. Well, there's plenty of bad in Darwin at the moment, isn't there? It is. As we talked about in the last episode, I was away for a few weeks and I feel like um, everything sort of waited for me to get back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a massive weekend last weekend. Yep. And uh, got through that nicely, which is good. And yeah, there's just so much happening to talk about on the local front. We want to we want to continue to thank our ever growing audience all around the world. I have showed you the latest stats. I look forward to showing you that. I I was actually going to ask you about it. So yes, I'm I'm uh, I'm aware that it's growing week on week, and I'm very very happy about it. I'd like to see the numbers. How, how are our friends in France going? Yeah, that well, mm, I'm up? not sure. <laughs> not sure. We oui, we. Oui. <laughs> no, no. And thank you to anyone that's reached out on social media, whether it be on our um, business page or our personal pages. And um, our, your positive comments makes us want to keep on going. They're appreciated, but uh, keep the negative ones coming through as well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, on Sunday, we celebrated 40 years of self-government and we call that Explosive Day. Yes, well, it it turn, turns out that way. We refer to it as Territory Day, but uh, it ends up going off with a bang each year. It certainly does. It allows the general public to buy fireworks at their own accord. <laughs> Peril. And b- before we get into that, I must say a little story. When we were much, much younger at the Nycliffe Jetty, we had an incident of one of our very good friends. Uh, we call him One Thumb. Oh dear! Oh, I think I know how this story ends. <laughs> it's not funny, but uh, no, no, look, it's only a, funny now. No, that's right. You look back on it, and he's an absolute legend. It, it's. Uh, I was once taught this formula. Yeah. Tragedy. Yeah. Plus time equals comedy. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, something they, something that's really crap today yeah. won't be funny, but in a couple of years' time, it, it can be funny. Uh, the legendary Greek community, we named him One Thumb. He's only got one thumb. He got blown away <laughs> in, the, in, the, in a territory mm. incident, I believe. So, um, wow. Yeah, look, uh, again, not to state the obvious, we feel for the fucking legendary fireys. Yeah, well, I was driving down... Um, Stewart Highway Parap yep. yesterday. Yep. So that's the day after. Mm. And there was still what I would call tambuck. I don't know if you know what that means. No. But the sort of sort of mulchy stuff. 
on fire, oh, yeah, yeah, or yeah, smouldering yeah, yeah. at least, yeah. in the middle of Stewart Highway. Oh, wow. And so, uh, yeah, and I saw plenty of footage on Facebook. and People plenty, getting hit. Plenty of videos, yeah. Yep. People getting hit. And and obviously the controlled events, they, 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 they look like a lot of fun. Yeah, well, er, every year they do a, um, you know, a big show that is controlled. But I saw this thing the other day, I don't know if it was, I, I can't tell you what it was on, but I saw a video the other day and a, a fireworks expert was talking about, yes, you can buy fireworks and yes, you can let them off, um, but you, you need to do it safely and here's some things you need to do. Did you know that you meant to put them in a plant pot, which is full of dirt or sand or yeah, something? Yeah, not just on the ground? Yeah, ah. to secure them. Like there's a whole lot of things that you're just meant to do. That no one that does? No one does. Oh, so, funny the incident. Yeah, funny that they fall over and start shooting at you. But anyway, yeah, it's, um, I don't know. I suspect, mm -hmm. I suspect. I've been here for 13 years. Okay. And the first couple of years, yes, I did it because that's just what you did. It yes. was a novelty. Yes. But I suspect that the groundswell is now moving against. So I've been here for 33 years. Had many a fun nights doing this stuff. My kids absolutely love it. But um, what is it with people getting um, irresponsible with it? Yeah, well, irresponsible is kind. Um, there, there, there's <laughs> people out there who are utter dumbasses yeah. who are just doing things that, A, these things are not meant for. Look, I've always been of the opinion. Mm. Uh, when I say always, that's not right. In recent years, I've been of the opinion. Mm. As I have small children mm. and it frightens the younger ones and the older ones want to go out and do it, yep. and I don't want that, yeah. I'm of the opinion that there needs to be designated zones. Yeah, for correct. Because I just don't think it's right that people who have no license or no place handling fireworks would be doing it in built-up residential zones like you know, units uh, or unit complexes um, where, where it's quite you know, densely populated. Mm. I, just, I get to, to feel that you know, it needs to be certain ovals or parks in each suburb whether you can do it in a controlled environment, that that's how I'm feeling. Yeah. Now, if yep. you live next to these parks, you're probably saying, bugger off, I don't want to be the next door to them, and I do understand that. As much of the bad stuff as I saw, mm. I will say, mm. this year being the first and only year that I noticed by 11.30, I'm in Stewart Park, Yes. there was no more. I, lit I noticed it. Oh. It literally stopped and that was it. Oh. Yeah. Okay, well, Whereas that's good. normally you can hear them till 2, 3 in the morning. And running the community groups, we hear them for the rest of the year. Correct. <laughs> when and someone wins a, and a sporting event, they go off. Correct. Yeah, and yeah. I previously lived in Woolner yeah. and in, yeah. in the very you know densely populated um, unit street, brewery and place. And you have a very good outlook as well. Yeah, and, and mate, you would hear them go off basically every single night yeah. because the large unit block behind us mm. is is full of mainly defence people, no offence to the defence people, yes, of but course. they're younger and, you know, whatever. Basically every night fireworks would go off. Yeah. So that's what I tend to think. I don't know if it's right. I don't know if it's wrong. I don't, uh, you know, whether to ban them or not, that's not for me to say. But I, I think you just can't let them off anywhere and everywhere. Yeah, and yeah, that's right. All these fires that we saw are generally caused because they're not being let off in the right areas. Yep, yep. Now, if you think about New Year's Eve, for example, mm -hmm. um, they're done by professionals. Yes. 
that goes off without a hitch most times. Yeah, yeah. You know, all around the world, yeah. Sydney Harbour Bridge yeah. is stunning if you ever get a chance to do that. I've done that New Year's Eve a couple of times. Well, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, you, don't, you don't hear of many incidents, but this, how many people got admitted to hospital? Um, nothing yeah. serious, but, um, you know, a fair, fair bit. Well, Keeps everyone busy. Birds are fairly serious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I think the days are numbered. Um, I, I don't know how it how it's going to happen, but I just feel like in previous years, mm. people would say, ban them, ban them, ban them. Yep. That was the minority. And everyone else would go, nah, shut up. We're yep. going to keep doing it. That's right. Now I hear everyone saying, ban them, ban them, ban them. And I don't hear many people. And I must yeah, say, the, opinion is the pro argument... Is not usually an argument. It's just fairly loose characters. <laughs> Let me ask you this: You got the, the the ones that are pissed, and rightly so. You should be pissed. I'm not against that, but you, you're doing it when you're drunk. That also causes more yeah. trouble. But I have heard, and correct me if I'm wrong, uh, the shops you know that sell these fireworks, you get yeah. licenses for two days, whatever it is. Quite, yeah. quite strict the rules. <clears throat> they can make up to you know twenty, thirty thousand. Dollars in a, in a day. Yeah, that's a good profit as well. Well, yeah, and some of them. I mean, they put a lot of money into it. They, they might make reasonable profit, but you know, they come up from down south and they've got to rent a premises. And yep. I know of businesses that move out of premises for the two days. Yeah, perfect. Ba- based on the rent that they're happy to take and you know move somewhere else. Um, so there's a lot of expense that goes into it, and and they wear the cost because if they don't sell it all then, you know, they don't make profit. Right. The other thing that I, I heard, I think it was the same person I saw interviewed, was he was saying that um, by law, you meant to hand them back or dispose them. Yeah, dis- dispose of them. If you, don't, um, if you don't use them. I was unaware of that. Yeah, that's right. That's I'm sure I've right. still got some from about six or seven years ago. <laughs> oh, don't say that. <laughs> no, no, I'll destroy them now. Allegedly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll destroy them now that I know that, but I, I was unaware of that. Yeah. I thought you just kept them until the next year and away you go. Beautiful. Well, look, uh, my kids got to go to the Mindel, enjoy the concert. Yeah, right. See that? That was good. That's the way to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah control. And the waterfront is always a go this time of year. Yep. If you ever come up for fireworks, and look, a, a lot of people on social media writing in, oh, I missed the territory day, I wish I was there. So Yeah, well, yeah, the waterfront's always uh, always good anyway. Sunday afternoons <laughs> at the waterfront are usually <laughs> wall to wall. I wonder what the tourists that didn't know that it was happening thought. <laughs> oh, surely they all know. I, I think they all talk on, you know, Facebook groups yeah, and okay, stuff nowadays. Okay. They're, they're all, all pretty informed about what Darwin's like. Now, you mentioned um, about the speed limit yeah. changing. What's this, Pete? So I, was, I, I know nothing about. I was driving on Tiger Brennan. Um, I reckon it was yesterday. I had to go into the city to do something. It's gone up to 120? It has not gone up to 120, no. You know, um, when you're driving uh, sort of past the duck pond, and, and you're driving with in, you. into the city along yep. Tiger Brennan. And the light... Isn't that 60 anyway? Then? No. no. It, midway, it used to be 60. Now it's 60 from the lights. And, oh. and I looked at the signs and I thought, oh, they're probably just doing um, roadworks and they're temporary. Well, they but are doing some stuff over there. They are. I think they're building stage two to that housing um, complex. That's right. what it looks like, or yeah, stage yeah, three, whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. But yeah, so I, I, because you know what used to happen was it was sixty till you're about five hundred meters before the I think it's the Bennett Street light. Yeah, okay. And then it would go go from eighty to sixty. 
So all these cars would rush up and keep going 80 to the next set of lights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now you can't do that. Everyone oh. drops down to 60 at the... Is it Duke Street? I think it's Duke Street and Tiger Brennan where it meets at those set of lights. Wow. So it's, yeah, yeah, slow so it's down, all, people. Yeah, yeah. They're going to have their speed cameras out. Oh, Revenue yeah, will, raising yeah, yeah. there. Yeah, that corner is notorious for putting those vans up. So yeah, okay. they'll do it more often now and I'll, they'll get some people for a while. Wonder why, wonder why they change now. Look, yeah. I know there's been a fair bit of incidents. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know why now, but there have been some crashes there because yeah, of okay. the longest ever uh, road renovation where they moved a somewhat um, innocuous merging lane to possibly one of the most dangerous merging lanes in the country where two lanes become one on a bend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that yeah. took about three years to complete that, but now... Now it is oh, actually when you're leaving the city, yeah. yes, of course. Now of it's course. actually dangerous. So, oh, there you go. Anyway, be that as it may, it's now 60 from there. And I need to take this um, advice on board. Everyone slow down. Yes, we all need to just be aware of it. As sign changes, uh, well, speed limit changes are plenty at the moment. And lots and lots of roadworks being done. All right. And another fabulous event. Correct me, I thought this was Saturday night. Now, Territory Day was Sunday night. But on Saturday night, you dress up in white, you get picked up in a bus. Oh, yeah. You get taken to an undisclosed location. Yeah. And it's called, now I'm going to say this wrong, Dinner en Blanc. Yeah, um, the en blanc bit's right. I'm not sure about the first bit. I'm not saying you're wrong. I just don't know. Yeah. Um, And I, of course, I didn't know anything about this till after the fact when a bit of a groundswell's occurred because of a a local person that taps on a keyboard. And um, (laughs) because the the, the term journalist is just uh, way way too... um, uh, it'd be way too nice for this character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Overqualified. um, Yeah, this concept, overqualified. That's a much better expression. Um, this concept started in France. Yes. And it was started by a guy who wanted to create sort of an affordable night out for him and his friends. And he said, everybody oh. wear white, everybody meet at this spot. Yeah. And the reason for wearing white was so that he could recognize everyone oh, in a crowd. okay. And uh, the concept's brilliant. You know, it's keep, keep the cost down, but provide some nice food and drink and... Get a whole bunch of mates together. Yes. What could someone find wrong about that? Well, oh. well. But all hell's broken loose, mate. But apparently, they're all wankers for going. Yeah. It's unterritory like. Well, I don't know about that. I mean, drinking and eating and going out in public, that, that yeah. is the territory. In the dry season. Yeah, that is the territory, <laughs> dumbass. But in addition to that, um, I, got the, I got the sense that this article came off the back of. You know, there's always that one kid that no one likes, so they don't get invited to the parties. I think that might be the kid. Brilliant expression. Jeez. <laughs> That's the sense that I got, because I read this article and I thought, this person's really angry for no reason whatsoever. Yes, this she person is really angry. <laughs> anyway. Well, um, uh, the wonderful crew at Stormcell did some, got some amazing drone footage of the night. Yes. Did the professional photography. That looked just, um, it looked like a great night out. It did. I saw some photos. I haven't seen any video yet. Yeah. Now I'm going to go looking for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I yeah, think it's looked, out yet. Looked awesome. Yeah. Why wouldn't it be? Yes. I, I think you, now, I'm not entirely sure how you get an invite, but you join some mob, you get referred. 
Yeah. And they don't let you know what the location is either. Correct. I I think the first one um, is the hardest because once there's been 100 people, well, they can then invite their friends the following time. Yeah, okay. Um, And one of the the idiosyncrasies with it is once you're invited and you say you're coming, you can't not go, which I think is actually brilliant because how many times do you ask that couple to go, yeah, 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 yeah. We're in. The morning of or the afternoon of go, oh, sorry, guys, we can't make it. Yeah. And um, we, we've got a couple of friends like that. And, um, you yeah, know, we catch up with them from time to time. And we caught up with them six months ago or whatever. And they said, oh, let's do this every month. And my wife's like, yeah, yeah, let's do it every month. I'm like, oh, you can't say that I'm to like, Fiona. It'll be happening. Yeah, I'm like, anyway, so up until the day, we, you know, we assumed it was on. But we assumed. I said, from, I said from the day we got into the car, I said, you know that'll never happen, right? So no, no, will they said it will. I said, okay, no worries. <laughs> so sure enough, the day of, cancelled. Oh yeah. no, Haven't not on the day of. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. No, there's no angst or anything. No, I know like that, that, but that's yeah. Just, I just, oh. I just knew it was going to happen. So the brilliant thing with that is you can't do that. Once you accept, you go. You go. And I, I, good, I think good that's good. that that sort of that pressure's good. Yes, yes. So dinner en blanc. Hopefully, we get an invite next yeah, year. Yeah, well, we should know some people now. Yeah. So well, obviously, we weren't, uh, you know, connected enough to get the invite to the first. No, one, no, no. <laughs> we're going to work on that. We're going to get to government house. Yes. And we're going to get invited yes. dinner dinner en blanc. Okay. Yes. And uh, also, at the V8 supercars, I didn't get an invite to the chief minister's tent. Oh. Is that a message in disguise? I think it is. Oh. Yeah, it used to be just accepted that every year you'd get one. It was the biggest tent there was. Yeah. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Back oh, jeez. I oh. know. P- time. Hey, I'm, I've accepted it. People yeah. change. Times yeah, yeah, change. Yeah. yeah, they do. And and the way the way things are done change as well. Now, the um, RINTP sent out a little warning email this morning. Mm. Now, the RINT is the Real Estate Institute of Northern Territory. Just, just, just asking people to be careful. I think it was on the Humpty Doo community page. Um, someone went... Someone viewed a property on Gumtree. Sorry, saw a property for I'm guessing for lease on Gumtree. And they went and visited this property. And I got this email before I found that out. It was an email saying, reminder to take care. Now, a certain gentleman, his wife went to view the property and he's put here and it's 10 hours old, this post. Hi, is there anyone on this group that went to view a property for rent in Townsend Road, which I think it's not spelt correctly. No, it's not. It's Townend. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Between 3 to 4 p.m. yesterday. Mind you, I was showing a rental property between 3 to 4 p.m. yesterday. Um, that was in Bellamy. Um, and I'm looking for any information because my partner wife was drugged and dumped money and car stolen. Oh, wow. And that's 120 reactions, 243 
comments and 84 shares. Wow. That is horrific. Now, I, I logged on to the group and reading on, the wife, I think, is in hospital. Yeah. Um, and they, they obviously everyone's saying go to the police. Yeah. Um, but that's a warning there. Be careful when you go view properties for rent. Yeah. Especially of private people. Yeah, and I guess now that we have so many um, mediums where or platforms mm. that we can advertise and, and attract people on, um, yeah, look, I, I'm I'm in no way passing judgment on that woman sure, at sure, all. But sure. I, I guess, yeah, just just be careful. I mean, you, you're dealing with people you don't know, so take a friend or yeah. make sure people know that you're going or, you know, maybe even if, if you can't avoid going on your own, maybe call someone on the phone as you, you know, walk into a property or, or whatever. Uh, you're, you're right because... Yeah. There's so many people advertising rooms for rent or yeah, yeah. You know, properties for rent privately, uh, which they're entitled to do. And Correct. I'm sure the majority of them are, are, are good, you know, mm. tax-paying citizens. But unfortunately, whenever you've got that sort of uh, freedom of um, advertising and what have you, there's always going to be scumbags. Yes, of course. In every walk of life, there's always going to be. And that's that's very sad for that lady. Yeah. Obviously, I hope she's okay and... They recover the car. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I doubt the money will be recovered, but, but find out who the punk is that did it. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, in property management, when we when we have property managers, um, you know, they're also trained to call us, and if they say a funny word, yeah, that's our red alert, yeah, code to yeah. go assist or. Get assistance, so you know yeah. we, we've got little bit things in place as well to and the mitigate. R- yeah, the exactly. Damage. Yeah, and, and the REINT also runs those self defence classes now. Yeah, they do. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, but yeah, be careful because, and particularly out rural, mm. you know. Again, no offence to anyone who lives out there, but mm. there's also a couple of loose cats out that way too. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, like there are everywhere, I should say. Yeah. But because they've got twenty acre blocks, yeah. you're not as close to other people. Um, yeah, exactly. So, exactly. You know, at least in the city, where if you meet a loose cat, you can scream or whatever. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's really sad. Yeah, that's sad. That's sad. Anyway, um, hope that works out. Now, I don't want to cause any controversy, controversy, because we do have to work with the the local anti cat, um, which is your uh, administrative tribunal. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, we're pissed off, myself included. Um, John Elfric, that originally set this up, set it up so it was affordable. The charge or the price has gone up almost four times to make an initiating application. So, wow. F you for that. Um, but, um, you know, we've only ever gone once through iProperty. Yeah. And long story short, we went, we won. From the last minute, we got the... Um, we, we gave them extra time to get out. They, they couldn't get out in time. So we had to order a court bailiff and had him booked. And that morning they applied for what they call like a stay application. So just so I've got the background here, mm. we've got tenants in a property who we're trying to evict for not paying rent or something. Yep. NT Cat said, yep, that's fine. You win, you can have, have a termination of the lease, you can have the property. It's then been referred to another court and the bailiff's gone, oh, hang on. No, they've applied for a stay, so I went back to NTCAT okay, okay. after we won, and um, they 
I don't know. It was either Auntie Cat that just said, "Ah, oh, I don't know why we've reheard this," or they had a certain amount of time to appeal it, which I'm not sure. I think I think the time was up. But anyway, let's just say it wasn't. Um, they they appealed to stay. Then it got referred to a local court. Of course. So I went to. So we went to the local court, yeah. and their local court is the only one that can reissue a hearing back at Auntie Cat. So now I've got to go tomorrow back to Indy Cat oh, a third dear. fucking time. The system's bullshit. Stop being so politically correct. It sounds like getting petrol in America to me. Hey, prepay for your fuel or you can't put fuel in. But three times, man. Jeez, I'm not wow. an expert at this stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know, I know my way around. But, but you might be thinking that's a bit of a misuse of people's time. Oh, for fuck's sakes, mate. Like John Alfred would be pissed to hear this. John, if you're listening, you'd be very upset. Mm, anyway, fair enough. There's my little rant. Yep. Let's move on. Yep. Social media, my friend. Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn. Pete, how you going with your LinkedIn connections, mate? What did we start with originally? Oh, uh, about two. <laughs> like, like, Everyone starts from zero. Like, so the, my LinkedIn situation was, I started out with LinkedIn, yeah. and then I got really annoyed with it because LinkedIn just sends you infinite amounts of this, that, and the other. So in the end, I was like, bugger that. I'm, yep. I'm getting rid of it. Yep. So I cancelled my account. I did everything I could possibly do. I no longer had an account. But Guess what happened? I continued to get emails <laughs> saying, oh, so-and-so wants to connect, connect with, you. with you. So-and-so wants to connect with you. Yep. Anyway, so then uh, late last year, obviously you and I had a heart-to-heart about uh, teaming up in the real estate biz. Yes. And I was like, all right, well... I better embrace these sort of things that are going to be advantageous in, in what we're doing. And <laughs> obviously, I'm pretty heavily involved in the digital marketing space as well. And a lot of people on LinkedIn are in that area. I thought, mm. okay, it's a good opportunity. Fresh start, get back into it. So just as of uh, a couple of days ago, I've just ticked over 550 connections. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Thank That's you. brilliant. And, uh, and rising. Um, but I'm really getting the point of it now. Yes. And um, as you said, a lot of people are on LinkedIn who don't use it. Um, shout out to Adam Giles, Chief Minister. <laughs> Ex-Chief Minister. Pro- probably need to update your profile Still there, Still thinks buddy. he's Chief Minister, <laughs> or, though he's working for Gina Reinhardt so now. A- as I said to you, either it's an aspirational thing <laughs> <laughs> or doesn't use LinkedIn that often. Yeah, yeah. Um, but... Uh, yeah, there's a lot of people who are on LinkedIn who don't use it. Yep. But there's a lot of people who are cottoning on to it. Yeah. Or have cottoned on to yes. it. And are really, really using it nicely. A la Sally Illingworth. Shout out to S- about. Sally. Shout out. And and many other people. And it's not about what your dinner looks like. It's not about it's on. who's the cutest. It's not about upside down bikini tops, which apparently is a thing now. Right. It's not about all this other stuff that a lot of other social media platforms are. It's really for business people to connect with business yes, people. Yes, yes. And I'm connecting with people who um, I, I may or may not have thought that I would have or should have. Yep. And they're probably connecting with me thinking the same. Um, and it's just a, it's a really great platform to kind of spread the word collectively and, and individually. So that that's where I'm at with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On top yeah, of yeah. all the other things that we do on social no, media. No, well done. You know, we've got Sally A. Illingworth. We've got to shout her new podcast out, The Raw Explorer, which is now yes. just launched on iTunes. Sorry, Sally, I cut my SoundCloud account, so I will now listen to The Raw, Explor- Raw Explorer. Um, she's an absolute influencer 
fucking champion on she's, that platform. She's, there. she's a beast. Every day I see Sally and every day I see some content worth listening to or watching. Yeah, correct. And three weeks on from one post she mentioned me in and it's still going live today. Something else I wanted to mention on that front. Yes. Thanks for bringing that up. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so based on the fact that I do spend a fair bit of time on the LinkedIn platform. Yes. I'm, I am seeing some things that slightly irk me oh, yeah. from time to time. Yes. And I thought we might just throw it out there for the benefit of our listeners. Yes. Now, as you know, uh, I'm involved in the digital marketing space. Okay, yes. What does that mean? Well, I or people close to me produce websites. We help to get those websites ranked. Yes. Um, we build Google My Business profiles. Yeah. Uh, we help with social media management. Uh, and various other things, but that gives you some idea. Mm. You have been involved in that for a long time with selling property through video production, which is then sold via Facebook mm -hmm. or YouTube or Instagram yep. or various other platforms. Yes. So you get it as well. But I do understand that people listening will, will maybe have those platforms and use them, but not use them a lot or yep. properly, yep. or be on them and not believe in them, or not be on them because they don't believe in them. Mm. And I get that as well. Mm. Now, something that's coming really into vogue again is podcasting. Yeah, well. Which we've well. been doing for quite some time. Oh, well. Now, um, as as you and I both are avid Gary V fans and, yes. and listeners, uh, Gary v has got a, a very popular and famous podcast. And he's also been shouting from the rooftops at how good podcasts are for quite some time. Yeah. What I'm getting to, yes. however, is I'm seeing lots of people calling themselves experts in big quote marks or as they're known in the IM space or the internet marketing yeah. space, yes. gurus, talking about, oh, if you want to know how to do a podcast, oh, I've seen it. I'm, I can help you. I've seen Just it. Just come to my webinar for $33 US and I'll tell you all about it. Oh, yes. So I'm here to call BS on all that? Yeah. No. Absolutely. Do not pay 33 US dollars to find out how to podcast. I'll tell you two things. And Gary V says one of them. Go to YouTube yeah. and type in, how do I start a podcast? Yeah, perfect. And for free, not for 33 US dollars, you will find out yeah. how to start a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to choose the brand of microphone, if you want to choose the particular software that you used to record it on, yes. that's up to you. But just do some research. There's minimum requirements. They're not difficult. In fact, you could spend probably 50 bucks on a mic. Absolutely. You can get free software to record, and you're now a podcaster. Okay? Nothing more, nothing less. If you own a smartphone, yep. you don't even need to do that. I'm going to give you the clue, all right? So I'm going to give you the answer. And anybody that wants to be a podcaster from this point on, you can attribute that to me or do it yourself or to you, Peter Kafkas. No problem, thank you. <laughs> Here's what you do. For free. I'll give you a second to get a pen. Or just a bit of, bit of drum roll, a bit of, bit of music. Okay. Go to this website, anchor.fm. A-N-C-H-O-R. Yep. Dot so, FM. Sorry to interrupt you. You said website. I think go to the app. Yeah, but you can just type. Yeah, okay. Sorry. Sorry. You are right. It is an app, but you can just type in anchor.fm into Google. Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry. Or, yeah. or, or into your um, into your, any browser, and it'll come up. Wow. Download it to your phone. Yep. Read the instructions. You're now a podcaster, and all you need is a smartphone. That's spot on. Nothing more. 
nothing less. It can be Android, it can be iPhone, it can be Microsoft, whatever type of smartphone you've got, there's an app for you <laughs> and you can produce a podcast. Absolutely. And, and, and it'll upload, sorry to interrupt you, no, yeah, right. final point, it'll upload to all of the main platforms that you want it to upload to. Okay. Wow, there you go. And we say it all the time. If, if you're from Darwin and you want to come talk to us in our yeah. studio, come along. Just book a time with Pete. Private message him on Facebook. Private message me. Say, I want to come talk some shit. Let's, let's talk some Absolutely. shit. Absolutely. If you're in business, we'd love to talk to you. Even if you're a local sporting person or just want to talk about anything, Darwin. contact us. Now, moving away from uh, Darwin. Yes. What happened with uh, the, the uh, our Australian basketball team heading over to um, Philippines? I just saw these. The Philippines. So I saw these. <laughs> yeah, it just looked like all in brawl and. One... Well, it looked like um, a team of kids <laughs> trying to attack grown adults. It was the most bizarre thing I've ever seen. One, I have no respect for basketball or basketballers because it's just a whole lot of overpaid. String beans. Yeah. But it was so weird. The Filipino players were all so short. And they had to, like, jump three, four feet off the ground to get in. And they were doing these potato flat uh, punches. It was just a shambles. I saw someone come in with a flying kick, and I wasn't sure. And someone threw a chair. I'm not sure if that was the audience or one of the players. I, I don't know. Someone got annoyed by something, and all hell broke loose. Yeah, yeah. Normally that happens when a team's losing badly. Oh yeah, and they just want to throw, they <laughs> throw want, in the game. They want to throw the game. So don't worry about sports, sport, sportsmanship. If you're losing a game, that was weird. <laughs> start a fight. That was really weird. It's just such an unlikely sport to see it in. I mean, a month or so ago, my team, the Melbourne Storm, were involved in a bit of a now infamous punch up where yeah, yeah. one of the young players slotted one of the manly players and broke his uh, eye socket. Oh, but um, you expect that in football, you know, like. You do expect it and you don't expect it, but you don't expect that in basketball. Yeah. It's a non-contact sport. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Basketball's a bit more chill. Yeah. Oh, and before we close it out, um, the big news in worldwide NBA, LeBron James has joined the Lakers. He joined the Lakers. Yes. It's official. I knew that he was leaving wherever the hell he was from for the second time, Um, but uh, I didn't realize he'd already signed. Yep. Fair enough. The, the Lakers have, haven't really been doing much the last couple of years. So. Hey, hey, look, um, uh, Magic Johnson, Johnson. Like you had Jordan in your day, you had Magic Johnson. He was brilliant. Oh, he, yeah. he, he's won nine championships. Jordan's won six. Yeah, no one talks about Magic, but I think now that you know Magic has got um, LeBron. Ooh. See, my, my um, experience with basketball, if you ask me about it, goes back to Larry Bird. And the oh, Boston okay. <laughs> that's about where I fade out. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> the last, uh, yeah, that, that's, that's about as close as it gets to me. As far as I'm concerned, there's just, yeah, there's so many other sports you could be watching. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Anyway. Anyway, and last but not least, closing out uh, UFC 222. Six this weekend, the super fight, Daniel Cormier versus uh, Stipe Miocic. So that's a, that's a big one with a few big fights. So and With a few punches and kicks being thrown. That's it. That's we'll a lot of fun. we that next week. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, thanks for listening. Um, I'm Peter Kafkas. I'm Peter Gowers. We are two peas in a pod. We'll see you next time. Thank you. Bye.